6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. The list is getting longer and longer. Those who want to replace Jason Kenney as leader of the United Conservative Party and course premier we're learning more details today about when everything's going to be happening the ucp leader will be elected on october 6th and there's new rules that have been put out talking about uh, mail-in ba- ballots in-person ballots and the cost of it all it's not uh, it's not cheap the entry free fee for the race is 150 grand tom vernon is the political affairs reporter with global edmonton joining me this afternoon hey tom welcome back to the show thanks for having me on you haven't melted in all the rain have you <laughs> uh i i pulled out the umbrella dropping my four-year-old off the daycare this morning a big gust of wind broke it in half oh. as well so my my television hair isn't as high as it was when I left the house this morning. Get the hairspray out, my friend. Get the I, I have lots of hairspray, but it was a lot of wind and rain, Jason. There's only so much it can do. Yeah, you know, that was the great thing about leaving TV for radio. Didn't have to worry about your hair anymore. Uh, Tom, do you have a flow chart going, keeping track of everybody who is now in on this race to replace Jason Kenney? I mean, we just had another one throw her name into the ring. Uh, we heard about it uh, in the last couple of days, but Calgary Shaw, MLA Rebecca Schultz saying, hey, I'm in too. So I just wrote them all down on a notebook so I didn't forget any if you asked me to name all eight. Because, yeah, like I I think we knew there was going to be some interest in this job, but to have eight contenders step forward like this, I mean, the race is wide open. So, yeah, we got Rebecca Schultz, Rajan Sani, Leela Ahir, Danielle Smith. I think four women running in this race, mm-hmm. right? Bill Rock, Travis Taves, Todd Lowen, and Brian Jean. So that's where we're at right now. Who knows? Maybe we'll get more. There's other rumored names out there uh, that could potentially go in this. But now they at least have a lay of the land. The rules are out. They know how much they have to, to pay to get in. They know when the vote is and how it's all going to work. So this is where, like, all these announcements are fun. But now we get the rules of the race. Who's actually going to meet those requirements? And, and let's, let's go. Oh, Stampede is going to be wild this year, right? <laughs> they're they're, they're be, all going to be there. There's yeah. going to be so many pancakes being flipped yeah. and glad handing going on. So October 6th, are you surprised by that? Or do you think it was, uh, you know, the party wanting to wait till after the, the federal conservatives have chosen their new leader? Yeah, I think there's a couple things going on there. I mean, I'm sure there's volunteer overlap. October 6th, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, this fall session here doesn't start until October 31st. Uh, the UCP AGM is a couple of weeks after the leadership okay. election and a week before the session starts. So they, they're basically going to have all month to go, hey, here's our new leader, celebrate the new leader. Again, hey, here's our new leader. Let's all get together and celebrate the new leader. And then October 31st, mm. they're going to go out and they're going to put their stamp on things, right? So it doesn't surprise me that it was October. I was, I was expecting it to be in and around that part. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure the, the conservative leadership uh, convention, all that sort of stuff, I'm sure the volunteer overlap played a role in that as well. well let's talk about that entrance free fee, $150,000. I'm wondering uh, how much of a challenge that is going to be for some candidates and maybe some candidates who are... Um, waiting on the sideline or we're waiting to find out what the rules and the guidelines were going to be, maybe to see how much that was going to be and if they could raise it. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I asked the question, so I interviewed, uh, and look, the the money has to be in, I think, by early July. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's they have until the end of October to get the money. It's got to get in there. Uh, I asked Cynthia Moore, I, I chatted with her a couple of hours ago, so why why so much? It was $75,000 in 2017. And her quote was, look, we're electing the Premier of Alberta. We're in a government. It is a much different prize this mm-hmm. time. That was her quote. So it's a different it's a different race than last time. Now, Elections Alberta says you can't raise money off a leadership contest like that. So this money, she says, is going to 
go towards putting on the leadership election. And she says they've done a budget and they figure this is the amount that will allow them to, to run the best leadership election possible. I want to know your thoughts on uh, some of the, the former cabinet ministers who have thrown their mm-hmm. name in there and kind of where they stand with, you know, the loyalty maybe to Jason Kenney or those who have, you know, rightfully said or, you know, outspokenly said, hey, we weren't a part of that inner circle. And, and what that might do with those who are going to fall into what camp as far as support, you know, where's the support going to fall? for those very distinct groups you know we're going to have a, you know the the insiders and the outsiders right you're, you're going to have you know i imagine the brian jean todd lowen the folks that weren't in the room making decisions saying these guys are in the room they can say they weren't part of it but they're cabinet they're at the cabinet mm-hmm. table maybe not the priorities implementation cabinet committee but they're at the cabinet table making decisions so it's been interesting listening to rajan sani interesting listening to rebecca schultz say look we weren't part of the the inside club i mean the rebecca schultz said today we don't need more of the old boys club right like it's mm-hmm. interesting how the positioning on Look, we've done a lot of right, but hey, we weren't part of those decisions. And we know we've, things were wrong. We, we got things wrong, but we got a lot of things right. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of all position themselves and try to not get themselves wedged into that. Well, no, you were part of the inner circle. You were part of the team throughout this whole process. Um, we'll see how much that plays with the uh, – I mean, that'll be a lot of fun for folks to talk about. But for the inner membership, I wonder how much that will play into it or how much, honestly, electability will play into it against Rachel Notley and the NDP next year. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. And you, you touched on this right off the top with four women already with their names in there. Four, mm-hmm. Yeah, four. That's, uh, that's, that's nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, like it's, it's important. It's important to have a leadership contest that reflects uh, the population, reflects Albert. And it, it's look, it, 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 I've, I've covered so many elections where a lot of talking points are we're having such a hard time attracting women mm-hmm. into politics, and to see four of them go for and not just the leader of the UCP, but go for premier, yeah. go for the top job in the province, right? So it's encouraging to see. Um, it's going to be a fun campaign to watch, and it's going to be a really interesting one to watch. Uh, Tom, the deadline for applicants to enter the leadership contest, Wednesday, July 20th. That's still over a month away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've never been to Stampede personally, so I'm not sure when it is, but I think it's before that. So if you're going to run for this thing, you're going you're gonna to hear before that. So I think that's just the deadline to get all your stuff in. But if you're waiting until July 29 to announce, I mean, I guess that's kind of like coming in at number 30 in the Royal Rumble. I mean, you get that, you know, <laughs> it's to be exciting to get the late entry, but uh, yeah, we'll know long before then all the all the different uh, all the different candidates. I can't imagine anyone will wait that long. They're, they're going to want to get the stampede pancake flip in. Yeah, and oh, by the way, that's a July eighth through the seventeenth. That's well, what stampede go. is this year. Any in, in, hearing any more rumblings on Michelle Rempel Garner? I mean, I, I haven't personally. I, I've I've never spoken with her. I've not uh, I've not spoken to anybody that's directly linked to her. That would be an, I mean, I, I'm sure conservatives in Alberta would love mm. to have her throw her hat in the ring, right? She's a very very well known, very uh, very popular politician here in the province. I wonder how much of the uh, a politician coming from Ottawa back into yeah. Alberta. I mean, she's from Alberta, but coming from the federal scene to the provincial scene. I mean, Has maybe some of the membership well. isn't going to. Yeah, right. Like it's just <laughs> some of the membership might be getting tired of that. But yeah. like I said, each each candidate is their own candidate, and um, I've not I've not spoken to anyone directly linked with Michelle Rempel Garner, but that is one of the names out there. Another interesting name that came out I saw today was Raj Sherman. Can you imagine? Like. like a, Danielle Smith and Brian Jean, the former Wild Rose leaders, and yeah, hey, Raj Sherman, the former Liberal leader. Yeah, <laughs> so and you know, he knocked those rumors down. But. Did he? Because you know, it was interesting. I was at an event last weekend, and someone brought it up to me directly, saying that he was seriously thinking about it. 
Yeah, well, let's, uh, let me pull up his Twitter here because he, he tweeted about it, and he said, oh, man, I, I've now lost the tweet, but he said, uh, no, it's, it's gone now. Sorry. But he basically didn't say, he didn't say I wasn't considering it, but he said he's um, unlikely to be, where are we here? I'm a lover these days, not a fighter anymore. I'm not going to say those words on the radio because my boss is probably listening. It's time all Albertans put their spears and shields down. We must unite as people. Rural and urban, we're a team. Question left or right, right or wrong. So, I don't know. I guess he didn't say no there. But it would be a surprise to see Rod Sherman join the race. Yeah, so. and, and aren't the Liberals looking for a new leader? Didn't they just announce that yesterday? Yeah, that came out of, that came out of the blue, didn't it? Uh, that did get announced yesterday. Um Let's see how that leadership race goes. So I wonder about that one. That, that, that would be interesting because, look, there's there's room at the center, right? The Alberta Party with Barry Morishita in there now, the Liberal Party. I mean, falling on tough times, right? There's there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of buzz around the Liberal Party right now. So that, mm. that'll be an interesting one to see if they can get themselves back on the map here. Because look, for a century they were they were on the map through oh, absolutely, but yeah, so yeah. that'd be an interesting one. Yeah, when I moved here, they certainly they they were they were a party. They and they had seats yeah. uh, in the ledge. Yeah. All right, uh, Tom Vernon, sure appreciate your time and and your thoughts on this and bringing us up to speed. Uh, I know that I can always count on you to to keep track of. It. All. Thank you for this. Oh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, you betcha. Tom Vernon is the political affairs reporter with Global Edmonton. Your thoughts on, on what you've heard about uh, the plan, the outlined plan for the partyship, uh, for the party leadership uh, convention. You've heard the dates. You've heard the timeline. You've heard the price that, that uh, people have to pay 